What is life like outside college? What would you want life to be like if you were back in college? What needs to change about the way classes are taught, exams are conducted, college is run? What do people do in an office anyway? Welcome to the Back to College podcast where we speak to folks who've been there and done that in college and in their careers about what can be done to make education more relevant. Abhishek Bhagavat is currently the assistant resident director at the Alliance for Global Education. Briefly put, this is an organization which conducts semesters abroad for students from the United States of America. Abhishek has been associated with this program for close to a decade now, but the reason he is on back to college as a guest today is because of his background. And we are not only talking educational background here. He finished his undergraduate studies in the year 2006 and then tried to finish a degree in computer science but dropped out in the year 2008. He finished his graduate studies from IGNU in the year 2015. Now, besides this, Abhishek is also an enthusiastic football fan, watching and playing both. He's also probably the fittest person I know, and that's no exaggeration. He recently finished an Ironman triathlon in Sri Lanka, if you're looking for proof. I spoke to Abhishek about college, its usefulness, the alternatives, according to him, to higher education, about his role at the Alliance for Global Education, and about careers off the beaten track. Listen to find out more. At some point of time in the future, you have a kid. The kid grows up and she says, you know what, dad, I don't want to go to college. Are you going to be happy? Are you going to be sad? I'll be neutral, uh, but definitely I'll let her take her own decision. Uh, I, My parents come from a generation where education was the most important thing that was looked at. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's the only reason why my parents wanted to give me good education with a very noble uh, thought behind it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say it didn't work for me because I was not more inclined towards somebody telling me mm-hmm. uh, how how a certain thing works. I would rather go out, experiment myself and then find out uh, how a certain thing works and how a certain thing doesn't. So I'll be happy if she says this to me. <laughs> I'll, honestly, after working for a decade, uh, I definitely understand the importance of education and more towards formal education I would say but so definitely I'll try to persuade him or her to get education at least to a basic level but even after that he or she doesn't want to get one I'll be happy with it. Fair enough. So uh, two things one you and I share this we are both dropouts in a sense I dropped out of engineering you dropped out of your computer science degree. There are actually benefits to dropping out and we'll get to that uh, later on in the interview. But the other thing that I want to come back to uh, that you spoke about in your answer was formal education versus education. And you being the uh, assistant resident director at Alliance for Global Education, I being a prof over here at Gokhale Institute, it's a little weird for us to be having this conversation. (laughs) But the more I think about it, Education need not really be formal. You, in fact, I would argue, learn learn much more by doing than you do by Definitely. being in college. Definitely. And uh, I think this thought came to my mind when I was having a lecture on C++. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was my first semester, if I'm not wrong, of second year. And uh, 
the teacher came in she opened a, a book where she had her own notes and she started dictating a program to us <laughs> and at that point i was like if i'm going to listen to a program from you and waste almost 6 hours of my day i would rather just go home and read about the program myself so when i say formal education this is what i mean uh, when there used to be practicals but in practicals you actually just type out the program that your teacher has iterated to you so there is no critical thinking there is no logic that is involved and that was actually you can say eureka moment for me where i figured out that i don't want to go into such kind of education mm-hmm. and uh, so i did i did many things after that uh, i i left my college on a very sad note my father my mother both even my brother none none of them were very happy with the decision obviously uh, but they had to live with it because i had <laughs> taken the decision already and there was no <laughs> chance that i was going back to college right but then i did a couple of things which i thought would be more important to me in near future and uh, for long term uh, i started selling calculators i started selling basic computer equipment so i would assemble computers with approximately 10 to 12% of my commission mm-hmm. uh, so i would gather all of these things either from mumbai market either from pune market and just inflate the cost according to what i would need as my monthly uh, income to be and just sold <laughs> it at that price so that's how i survived for almost 2 years and i think that taught me more about people more about computers because uh, i was putting in my own money while assembling the computers so there was a risk factor that if anything goes wrong with this i'm going to lose out on all the capital that i have so more than college i think this small business i want you to call it a business a small uh, monthly income venture taught me a lot more than the bsc that i was doing would you recommend that to students today not just from gokhale institute anywhere in the country or perhaps the world that along with your degree you should also go out and try and earn some money on your own I would say it depends on each person's capabilities. Sure. Uh I have always been a people's person and mm-hmm. I like talking to people about any random things, probably things that I don't even have knowledge about, but that's the fun in it. That uh by talking like that you can gain more knowledge and you can debate about it. Uh so it worked for me fortunately. Mm-hmm. And but yes, uh definitely earning something while you're learning uh it can meager be a meager amount of 500 rupees a month or 1000 rupees a month or 10000 rupees a month definitely that teaches you the value of money uh more yeah and does it teach you more than college does definitely <laughs> <laughs> okay also about the programming that you spoke about that uh, lady in class who literally read out a program to you maybe in computer science maybe somewhere else if you could go back to college today but not as a student if you had the power to change how classes are conducted again in computer science or somewhere else what would you change to make learning more relevant in schools and colleges <coughs> i think for me everything boils down to logic and how logically you can think in any given situation may it be a stressful situation may it be a program development situation mm-hmm. or a happy situation the way your logic functions your the path that you want to take is described for me so if i was running a computer science course or any software programming course where logic is actually the core concept of the whole programming 
I would say I'll give students scenarios in which I can t test their logic or logical thinking abilities and then move on to more of a technical programming side. Almost anybody who's been in college, at least uh, from an Indian college perspective, knows the benefits of ratta marrowing. And that's pretty much what you're yeah. arguing against <laughs> right now. Okay. Uh, in terms of, let's move aside from college a little bit. In terms of your other interests and pursuits, like I said in the introduction, you're literally the fittest <laughs> person I know. Thank you. Did you ever consider fitness as a career? I did not till recently. Mm -hmm. uh, I would still like to work. Uh, I wouldn't say that I'll focus completely on fitness as a career option or as an income option. Mm -hmm. uh, given that the country that we stay in, if you want to be an athlete, one, you need to make awareness in people. Uh, I mean, till uh, Fogart, oh, what's her name? We, uh, Vinesh Fogart. No, Gita Fogart. Oh, okay. Till the time wrestler, Gita Fogart yes. actually won a women's gold medal, nobody even recognized women in wrestling. So you have to start from literally from the scratch uh, to come into people's eyes. So definitely, I wouldn't look at uh, fitness or sports as a primary option as my career. Mm -hmm. But uh, so I, I've been a guy. I would say I'm very naturally gifted in terms of fitness. Uh, it comes very naturally to me. Mm -hmm. And Ashish introduced me as I completed the Ironman in Sri Lanka and I literally trained not more than 20 days for that. Uh, so so wow. it came very naturally to me. Uh, so I would say I'm a gifted athlete, but I'm focusing on a race which is Pune to Goa and it's about 643 kilometers that you have to finish in about 30 hours. Uh, so this yes, is so cycling, of course. Cycling, of course. So for that, I'm training more, I'm looking at sport or such kind of races with uh, a more concentrated view. Uh, so I'm practicing more for that and I'm taking up as a, taking it up as a challenge for myself. Uh, but if you say as a career, as a full-time career, I wouldn't look at sports. Uh, at least right now, because I, I like it as my hobby. Uh, so that's one thing that I really, really enjoy doing outside of work. Mm -hmm. And I know, I know people say that if your hobby becomes your work, it does uh, wonders for you. But it has done wonders for very few people uh, <laughs> in actuality. True. So, so I don't want to ruin my hobby for myself. So uh, when probably when I reach a point where I would like to pursue it, uh, I would one day. But at least currently, it's it's not on my mind. Fair enough. Okay. The reason I asked that question is because my daughter, she's only six years old right now. She often says that she wants to start her own beauty parlor. And I love the idea, but as you might have guessed, it doesn't go down well with everybody in the family. True. Traditional career options are still the ones that are preferred. Beta engineer, banega, beti doctor, banegi, still <laughs> preferred. And I was curious about whether you ever considered an alternate career. But speaking about alternate careers, the career that you are in right now, I'm guessing, I don't know, but it's almost impossible that this would have been a planned career move for you since the time you were in the 12th or even a little bit after that. This just happened, I'm guessing. Yeah, so as you said, your uh, daughter wanted wants to open a beauty parlor. I wanted to be a rickshaw guy. <laughs> <laughs> when I was probably seven, seven years old, I, I don't know what fascinated me about taking people from one place to another 
uh, in your own <laughs> vehicle and charging them for it. Uh, but yeah, and I gradually moved on and I never looked at, I didn't even know that there are programs like study abroad. Mm-hmm. And uh, a friend of mine introduced me as an interpreter over here. And I worked for almost one and a half semester before uh, Uttara, who leads the program in Pune, mm-hmm. uh, asked me to come for an interview. And I was like, and to be honest, coming from a psyche that education is everything to get a job, the first thing that I w- told her when I walked in and sat down for an interview that I don't have a formal degree. And I got lucky, I don't know, my stars were probably aligned perfectly at that day and she said, it doesn't make a difference to me as long as you are ready to work and give me a commitment, it, it really doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, so that's... <laughs> the reason I'm asking this question on this podcast is because if you speak to students today, again, whether in Gokhale or outside, they often are petrified about whether they'll get a job or not, about whether things will work out or not. And it's difficult to explain to students that, you know what, in the long run, these things don't really matter all that much. Things have a way of working out, as they did in your case. But do you have any advice to give to students right now who are worrying about placements, careers, job opportunities? The best advice I can give right now is an example of a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. A brilliant guy finished his uh, Bachelor's of Engineering from in, in computers from VIT, uh, went to the US, earned a master's degree and came back, worked with Infosys for almost five years, started his own software firm side by side with a couple of friends, uh, I think three years back, has been getting good projects, but he had, so he basically hails from uh, an area in Maharashtra, Mm -hmm. which is popular for its uh, bananas. And another another friend uh, who hails uh, originally from Kerala, uh, where coconuts are pretty famous. <laughs> so both of these guys, while randomly talking, I think probably over a couple of drinks, uh-huh. uh, while they were having uh, chakna as uh, the budani wafers, okay. they came out with an idea that I come from a place where there are good bananas, you come from a place where there are good coconuts. Let's start a factory to make wafers. And they started around three years back and they supplied to many uh, suppliers, uh, sorry, many shop Shops. owners around right. and recently he told me that he's also looking forward to supplying uh, to one of the biggest chains in Pune, Chitay. Uh, so, <laughs> Fantastic. So I mean, talking about making money, uh, if you have the will and if you just apply your mind a little bit, uh, you can make money from the smallest uh, business or av- yeah. avenue that you make. and. Just to give you a very, again, another example is the ID food products. Uh, the the ones ID. who make filter coffee packets. Right, and, right, right, uh, correct. Italy the and dosa batter. P- pretty good, actually. Uh, I recently read that their turnover is around 300 crores. Wow. And for a dropout who started this in 2009, if I'm not wrong, I mean, in 10 years, that's a pretty big achievement. That's, yeah. <laughs> And more importantly, what you ended up doing has nothing to do with what you were studying in college in the case of these two young people for Zero. sure. Zero. <laughs> I mean, the only thing probably they would have re- learned is logic and how to build systems. Uh, those are the only two things I can think of. And, and that I'm a big believer. Life teaches you better than <laughs> yeah. college ever will. Okay, let's speak about Alliance a little bit. You've been working here for what almost close to a decade now, almost, a little less yeah, than that. Yeah. 
what has your experience been of american students vis-a-vis indian students what are the good differences what are the bad differences uh, i'll start with the bad ones because i don't want to end this question <laughs> <laughs> fair uh, enough yeah so bad ones i would say uh, many of these american students are entitled mm-hmm. uh, probably many reasons dollar being very strong passport being very strong <laughs> uh just in general the lifestyle that they live in mm-hmm. and considering the fact that india is three times bigger uh in terms of population, population. and us compared to india has three times the land right. so the kind of uh what you can say uh, opportunities that they get in terms of having a big house owning multiple cars at the same time right. those kind of luxuries uh they think are available everywhere in india uh so yeah so that's one definitely one right. uh, negative point mm-hmm. second negative point is a lot of people don't agree to this with me mm-hmm. uh, i think they are very dependently independent uh, americans dependently independent, independent. Okay. so uh, i'll explain mm-hmm. uh, a lot of the our students who come in say that they are independent when they turn adults and i do not trust that uh, <laughs> being independent means for me at least that i'll drop you in a situation uh, wherever it may be and you figure out your own way to survive right if you drop an american student in the middle of kasba pet without a google map <laughs> i am 100% sure they're not going to find their way back in contrary if you just drop an indian student somewhere in the middle of paris they'll find 100 different ways to <laughs> go back to the hotel or reach the point where they want to go so that's what i call being dependently independent that yes you are independent but not without google maps yes you are independent not without the avenues and the streets uh, that you have back in the us so, jugad i think is jugad. one way of yeah it's very simply put okay uh, Yeah so those are t- definitely two negative things mm-hmm. positives are they adjust really well uh, i mean each each college will have like that 5% of the lot which is no, that all be hard not to right. crack but i would say the rest of 95% are really good in terms of adjusting mm-hmm. uh, and critical thinking uh, how to look at a situation True. critically and write about it in a very uh, open manner is something that indians definitely lack it so those according to me would be the most negative and positive sides of these actually tie back to what you spoke about at the start of the interview about critical thinking and yes. how we just don't get enough of it how do you think i mean of course money and economics is a concern but how do you think indian students would fare abroad given what you know of american students in india how would indian students do if they went to america germany <coughs> wherever I think they'll take time to adjust because uh, it, it's it's like going to a park. Uh, if you when you go for the first time, you'll see all all the playing uh, setup that they have, and you'll get excited about it. The second time you go, you'll probably be like five percent less excited. The third time you go, you'll probably be like ten percent less excited. And mm-hmm. probably the fifteenth time you go, you'll be like, why am I coming to the same park again and again? <laughs> I want something new. It's similar, like. first semester everybody's like oh i'm learning in the us i'm working at a subway i'm earning like 20 dollars a day uh, that i can spend on my own but 
keeping up with that right. on a daily basis can become uh, a struggle. Hmm. So that's one thing. Just change in lifestyle is one of the major challenges I feel uh, would be there for Indian students studying abroad. Um, and secondly, the kind of education that we get here, I'm not saying it's wrong, right. uh, but it hasn't evolved with the kind of technology that has been evolving. Uh, so we are still using almost, what, 150-year-old education system from the colonial times, probably. Pretty much. Uh, when, when I can find everybody everything on Google, uh, whatever my teacher is teaching me, when I can find it on Google, why the hell should I pay <laughs> so much amount of money to a college to tell me the same thing? And eventually, uh, when the exams come in, they give me less marks. So one, I'm losing out on my money. Second, I'm losing out on my motivation. Then what, what kind of an education system is this? Uh, so, so I think these are the two most, challenges, most challenging things that I think uh, an Indian will face. Hard to argue with either of them. <laughs> All right, uh, three questions and three final questions over here. First is, if you could go back in time and speak to Abhishek from the year 2006, knowing what you do today, what advice would you give him? Choose a different career option. <laughs> and does it matter which or just different no, from just, computer science? Just uh, different from computer science. <laughs> okay, number one. Number two, if you had to uh, recommend somebody that I should interview on this podcast next, whom would you recommend? He's uh, a friend of mine called Rajsingh Nimbarkar. Okay. And uh, he is a similar dropout. I think this podcast is becoming a dropout podcast. <laughs> but yeah. Not a bad place to be. Me, me and him left uh, college almost around the same time. Okay. And we had this big futuristic plans that we'll build this company, take this uh, above. I got this alliance opportunity, so I shifted from that. I deviated from that path. I, I'm still good friends with him. We still talk about it. Right. Uh, but he's still doing uh, incredibly different and unique stuff. Uh, so I think he'll he'll be able to talk more. And he's definitely a better orator. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fantastic. And my last question. To students who are worried about employment opportunities, careers, whether they've done the right thing or not by enrolling in college, whether this is going to work out for them, any final words of advice to them about what they could do next? To essentially just chill out a little bit. Yes, I think it's a very personal question. So just mm -hmm. ask yourself uh, if this is really what you want to do in life. And I'm, I'm not a very, I don't get inspired by quotes or by books. So okay. uh, I believe that it's very personal when you have to have uh, a change in you. Uh, it's very personal. Uh, so just find that one thing uh, that you feel inclined towards mm -hmm. uh, and just keep doing it. I like people, I get my energy from people, that's the reason why I'm working in a study abroad because I get to meet at least 10 people every four months right. and get to know them better. So that's the reason why this job worked for me. Another thing is I got to know so much about, uh, about my own city that I probably wouldn't have found out uh, if, if I wasn't working for this. So just find that one thing. Uh, and I, I don't like Mahatma Gandhi, but I like one of his quotes. 
I know I'm contradicting myself when I said. <laughs> it's possible like to like and dislike a person but, at the same time. But he once said that no job is lesser than any other job, and it's exactly similar with education. No education is lesser than any kind of uh, education that you get. If if we have time, I'll like yeah, to give yeah, you an example. All the time in the world. So I got engaged. I got married in December, but I got engaged in June, mm-hmm. uh, 24th of June. I hope the date is right. Uh, and God help you, man. Yeah, and uh, we had decided that to introduce ourselves, uh, mm-hmm. we'll create a small video, me and my wife. So right. we actually created a small video where all of our photos from our travel, from the things that we do, uh, was combined together, and. It was about a 12-minute video, and after the video, one of her uh, brother-in-law uh, came to me and said, "My doctor's life is so boring." <laughs> and I just looked at him and I was like, "You studied for this. Everybody aspires to be a doctor." And I, I just felt like the grass is always greener on the other side uh, till the Probably. time you actually look at it. So, so that would be my advice: just never. underestimate yourself and never look down upon yourself no matter what you do uh, no matter what you want to do in life just stick to it stick to it and then i think you'll be successful be enthusiastic eventually at least <laughs> yeah be enthusiastic have curiosity and things have a way of yeah, working out exactly brilliant abhishek thank you so much thank you all right thank you so much for listening If you enjoyed listening to this conversation, please help us out by sharing it with friends and family. If you would like to give me feedback or have suggestions about the show, about guests you'd really like to be on the show or anything else at all, get in touch with me on Twitter at ashish2727. That's at the rate ashish2727. Or drop me a mail at ashish@econforeverybody.com. A S H I S H at the rate econforeverybody.com. Until the next episode, cheers.